I mean, look, we've been through some tough times. There's no denying that. Yeah. And for the longest time, I blamed Dad. I mean, hell, I blame Mom, too, you know? I was angry. But say we could send Dad back knowing everything. Why stop there? Why not send him even further back and let some other poor sons of bitches save the world? But here's a problem. Who does that make us? Would we be better off? Well, maybe. But I gotta be honest, I don't know who that Dean Winchester is. And I'm good with who I am. I'm good with who you are. Because our lives, they're ours. And maybe I'm just too damn old to want to change that. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. And we're back with season 14. Uh, are we on season 14? Because I have season 13 written down for this season, episode. Season 14, episode okay, good. 13. Good, 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 good. So I did watch the Lebanon. right episode. <laughs> we're back. Uh, we brought John Winchester with us. Uh, good old uh-huh. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Big in <laughs> little organ himself. Um, yes i don't actually know that about jeffrey dean morgan and also you know <laughs> insulting someone's penis size is a form of body shaming and we shouldn't do it we shouldn't do it nope. we shouldn't do it um uh, but hey we made it we did this is a pretty significant milestone not necessarily for the podcast but for the tv show supernatural um it's a pretty significant so, milestone for us because because we've had so many technical issues lately that like actually being able to record uh, has been a it, huge it's pro- remarkable problem. it's remarkable yeah. that monster of the week is just continuing at all <laughs> we're gonna uh we're gonna get this out on time we're not gonna miss a week and we never have knock on wood but uh it's it, it's been close it's been very close yeah. i i i like i told i told my uh my manager i was like we because one of my managers at work knows i do a podcast i was like we have never missed a week and we're not starting now. I'm going home. <laughs> I gotta it. get. I'll come in early tomorrow. Um. Ugh. 
quick shout outs to our patrons over patreon.com slash monster of the week yes. uh they they normally keep the lights going but me and chris can't find the switches is probably the best analogy so for this week. the lights are <laughs> off we we do have power but yeah, we yeah. but the lights are the still switches. off <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're 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 troubleshooting the bulbs or something. Uh, yeah. But thank you yeah. to all of the beautiful people, beautiful people that do that. Chris, it's season fourteen. Uh, it's been so okay. long. What's been going on? What's happening in season? I don't. 14? I don't know. Um, okay. 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 Last time on Supernatural, Dad's on a hunting trip and he hasn't been home in a few days. After it. the death of their mother, Sam and Dean Winchester were raised by their father on a war-torn path of revenge against the thing that killed john's wife now a lifetime later dean is desperate to stop the archangel michael and is willing to sacrifice his eternity by locking himself in away in a malik box at the bottom of the ocean but after some long talks a case and a punch in the face sam was finally able to convince dean to put aside his ridiculous plan and they look for a better way meanwhile nick unfortunately has escaped prison the plot line that just won't die yeah this is season 14 <clears throat> episode 13 the 300th episode of Supernatural. Uh, this is written, this is season thir- 14, episode 13, Lebanon, written by Andrew Dabb and Meredith Glenn, directed by Robert Singer. It aired on February 7th, 2019. Jeffrey Dean Morgan returns for the 300th episode. Sam and Dean look to occult lore for a solution to their latest problem, but instead of a resolution, they find much more than either of them had anticipated. I'm a... Uh, I have it's just large mixed feelings about this episode, uh, mm. like mm. both from a just in a bubble of an episode of Supernatural and from like a meta level of what they're doing with Supernatural and why this exists. And I have large problems with like the characters as portrayed in this episode. I, mm-hmm. I am. But at the same time, like I teared up a little bit. I'm a little, so yeah. like, I can't say that I didn't like it, but it's, I don't. It's it's very complicated. Um I feel like I didn't really even take it as like like a canon episode, as weird as that sounds. Like, of course it is. Like, everything in Supernatural is technically canon. Um, but I, there was something about it where I'm just like, this is just like a special. It's just a thing that you're going to watch, like a what if. Um, and, you know, obviously there's a lot of there's a lot of complications when it comes to John Winchester. I don't personally have a lot of negative feelings um, wrapped up with John. Uh, part of that, like I think I said in a couple episodes ago, was I, you know, just like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, another piece of it is I watched Supernatural with my dad for a few seasons. Um, and it's like weirdly in some ways, like came to terms with some things. Like, I mean, I, I love my dad. We have a pretty good relationship, but, um, you know, we would argue, especially when I was younger as a teenager, we'd fight a lot more. So watching some of the Sam John stuff together, I felt like it made me and my dad closer in some way. So sure. I do have like a soft spot for John, even though technically he's a really bad father. Um, but all that said, this episode felt like in a, maybe in a kind of sad way, it helped me reconcile the supernatural that was so important to me um, that I fell in love with and that was a, such a big part of my life for so long um, with the supernatural that we have now, which feels like it's a different thing. By getting some sort of like closure with John, just this this catharsis of something from the past kind of helped me to kind of like in a way close the door on what supernatural was and just constantly wanting it to be what it used to be because it is a very different thing now, and I just need to accept that. And oddly enough, this episode sort of helped me accept that. That's a that's an interesting angle because I feel like this is them 
maybe for the first time acknowledging like, and we've talked about like, maybe they, this is when they had ideas about season 15 being the last season or, or what have you. Um, but this to me felt like the first time that that was, it was written specifically and like shown to the viewer as a way of like, Oh yeah, we're, we're going to tie up some loose ends. Like we're, we, yeah. this, this feels yeah. like a loose end. We're going to, we're going to get into it. Um, I, you know, I, I, I think every person out there, um, I think most people would have some sort of weird issues with their father. Uh, like, even if you have like the world's perfect dad, he probably, you know, wasn't there because on your second birthday, because he had to work or something. Um, I think that that scale uh, probably says a lot or colors a lot about how you feel about fictional mm-hmm. relationships mm-hmm. between fathers and sons or fathers and daughters or what have you. I, um, so my parents were divorced. I grew up kind of without a dad with some stepdads some fill-ins. Um, and me and my dad had issues and have since like gotten over that hump. Like we've acknowledged them. We talked about them. Uh, and now I have accepted my dad for who he is, which is a guy that doesn't return text messages. It's fine. We're good. <laughs> we're, we're on the same page. Okay. I text you. And like two weeks later, you're going to like respond as if we just had a normal conversation. And I have learned to live with that. That is fine. You don't text. Cool. Good deal. Uh, but like this feels like, I, I don't know, man. Like it feels like bringing Jeffrey Dean Morgan back uh, was very specifically like, I don't know. We, we want to bring Jeffrey Dean Morgan back. It almost seems like the John Winchester yeah, stuff yeah. was, was, was secondary. And I, I really feel like this was like part of the eventual setup to be like, okay, we're going to finish out the show. And I, like I said, I just have a lot of mixed feelings about it from a narrative perspective, uh, even though, some yeah. of the things that happen in this episode, I actually really, really enjoy. Like when we get to the end and it's Sam and Dean uh, and Dean has a little speech that we'll talk about. I thought that was, that was really meaningful to me. Like that was, mm. it spoke directly to a lot of the things I think about my own life. And I, so I'm, I'm really like conflicted on this episode, especially because you couldn't avoid the knowledge that like they didn't treat this as a surprise, right? Like they, they announced this long before the episode was going to happen. Yeah. So this, they, everybody I think going into this, like knew that this was about to happen, even though in the episode itself, it's treated as like a shock. They just, they like, I can't imagine going into it and <laughs> without knowing about it already. So I don't know. Yeah. It's, um, it's very this, weird. Like I said, this feels, this feels non-canon um, as weird as that is to say, it just feels like, we got to do something big for the 300th episode for the 200th. We, we did a musical. What can we do this time? Maybe they didn't have the time or the budget to go crazy with something like that. Um, so let's just bring back the one person that we've never brought back. Um, and so I also saw in the discord, somebody was saying like, Oh, they didn't know if necessarily they were going to be able to get him. So that's why this episode feels disjointed, blah, blah, blah. But, um, it is what it is. I think, uh, why don't we just talk about the episode? Let's get into it. So, uh, <laughs> what we, we start... get into? The very, I, I... the very first thing I want to talk about in the cold open, not the cold open. Sorry, the um, in, uh, the, road so the road so far. We um, <laughs> we get these these two like shock uh voice clips, and one of them is Sam <laughs> just screaming, "You came out here to see mom," <laughs> as if that's an unheard of thing. And then I think they have, I think it's Mary Winchester who, who like a second later goes Winchester surprise. As if like these were two huge plot huge points revelations. That they would, like, Absolutely. Really emphasize. I, I watched this at like seven in the morning and I was like, that's funny. Uh, I also like the fact that we start out on the, the classic cause you and I are doing commentary episodes. Um, and so we've seen the dads on a honey trip and he's been gone for a few days, like in the cold open or excuse me, in the road so far quite a bit. Uh, but we haven't seen that in the main episodes for a long time. And starting with that, I thought was actually kind of cool. 
Um, and then we start with uh, what feels just like a... I don't know, man. Like sometimes it, it's real hard with these ghost stories and occult items not to feel like this is like a warehouse thirteen where you know it, some bad guy was a ghost and like made a made a box that is bad and you have to go get the box and burn it or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So Sam and Dean walk into a pawn shop and they're looking for quote unquote the good stuff. Uh, the guy Dean flashes some cash. And the, the guy pawn- sells them cocaine. The guy, the guy immediately produces cocaine and heroin, and they're like, "Not for us. We are straight edge." And they show their straight yeah. edge tattoos. Um, we were just hoping for some goober dust, and he's like, Dean, "No, that's what this is." <laughs> Dean has no to drugs on his knuckles, tattooed on his knuckles. Yeah. And, you know that S on drugs is on his thumb. He had to add an extra one. <laughs> um, <laughs> no to drugs, says Dean Winchester. <laughs> no to drug. <laughs> And no to drug. They are, uh, they lead him in the back, uh, or excuse me, the pawn shop guy leads, uh, Sam and Dean to the back where he's got hands of glories and all this other kind of stuff. Dragon's breath. Uh, but they are looking specifically for the skull of Sarah Good, uh, a person that uh, they don't explain who that is or why that's important. Uh, and it's died revealed- in the Salem witch trials. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it re- it's revealed pretty quickly that what they're really here for is doing a little bit of the old classic hunter revenge because the person mm-hmm. that owned all of these occult items was a hunter friend of theirs. Uh, and this guy presumably killed him and took all of his occult stuff to sell. Yes. Um, so yeah, the, the tables are turned. This guy is like, well, all right, you busted me. So he uses dragon's breath on them, which is just, a, you know, what it sounds like. Uh, and then Jeremy, he pulls out a sword that can cut through anything is, is how he it's puts extremely it. Extremely dope sword. Um, the fact that they don't cop this sword. Um, Why would if you it carry can cut through anything, could, Can it not cut through Michael? Can it not cut through locks? You know, huge, like, you know, keep that questions. thing handy. Yeah. Um, can, it, can it cut through angel blades? Like, that seems like it would be handy. I don't know. Yeah. I just think and they so, should keep that and the dragon's breath around. Like both of those seem it really just useful. seems like that stuff is good to have. Yeah, yeah. super useful. Um, this guy's talking all this shit to Sam as he's got him pinned to the ground, and and so Dean just just shoots the guy, um, quipping that they always talk too much. They always talk too much. Uh, we go into the main episode where you're introduced to our B plot cast, uh, and it is maybe my favorite part of the episode. These these little delicious. I just don't. It's this. This should have just been an episode. What is going on here? I, I mean, love, I know what's going on here. But. I love these delinquents. They're they're all good. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this is. Uh, I actually forgot to write their names down. I know Sam is one. Or no no no. Max is one. Um, Elliot is the other one. The other one must be Stacy. So Max, Stacy, and Elliot. Um, they Elliot is talking about uh the brothers as kind of like these mm-hmm. weird guys in town. He says he like he heard something shaking around in the trunk. They act all weird, and he's talking about Sam and Dean. And I very much am here for I, this kind yes. of outsider perspective. <laughs> um, and of course, while this is happening, Sam and Dean drive up in the Apollo, and they genuinely uh, would have loved an episode following this group of kids. As this one kid just says, "I've got this hunch that something's <laughs> wrong with these two. Let's let's let's. And it's tail just them. like, yeah, it's just them like tailing them different places. Later on, Sam and Dean bust the house party or whatever. But uh, I just would have loved to see that full episode unfold. I think that would have been really funny. Um, the boys walk into the liquor shop where uh, Dean asked the the local guy for the usual. Uh, which is, you know, something that I aspire to be, to walk into a liquor store and to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, yeah, just give me my normal amount of liquor that I normally get here every Tuesday. <laughs> He's like, listen, like, I, I, I know you. You're Dean Winchester or Dean Campbell is what, is, what he goes by here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a lot of customers, brother. I can't remember yeah. what your order is. You Can need you, to uh, stop being so. 
can you maybe just like get pick out the stuff that you want yourself and bring it to me as yeah. the clerk? Like that's yeah. normally how this relationship works, Steve. <laughs> I don't like, want to walk back there. <laughs> yeah, all of my merchandise is on the other side of this counter. <laughs> like I don't know what you you're making me come out to where you are to do the job that like, you have uh. one job in this thing. Why are you making me do it? Um, outside the kids are continually to talk about how weird the boys are. Um, one of the girls has to leave. Uh, and is we get our first kind of inclination that these two girls are uh in love with each other or a couple or something uh because they're they're giving each other the look chris that mm-hmm. hey let's let's go bone later look you know what i'm talking we, about we be flirting the yeah. we be flirting look yeah, um, we be flirting. yeah and so meanwhile we got you know sam deaner inside sam's reading lore at the liquor store uh all-time <laughs> nerd move right there I love um, this. Well, hey next time why don't you just tell me about your dreams while we're at the liquor store because sam i'll pay exactly as much attention to that too <laughs> literally anything would be better uh he says that they found a, a pearl amongst the stash um a that literal can grant yeah. a literal pearl uh, amongst the stash that can grant any wish can grant your heart's desire um which is a it's a good time to mention that the trunk of the Impala in the backseat is filled with mystical shit that they took from the pawn shop. And it's during this explanation that when Sam is going through and, and talking about this pearl, where in the background we see, uh, I think it's Max, um, get into the Impala and leave, implying that not only did they leave the occult items not locked up in their like super protective trunk, but it's just, you know, in the back seat with the car doors open and the keys inside the car somewhere. You would and, think that uh, somebody who's so obsessed with his car that he gave it a disgusting infantile nickname, <laughs> he would lock the doors and maybe take the keys with them. I don't know. Or maybe a 15 year old girl knows how to hotwire a car. What do I know? Look, I'm, I only call one thing in my life, baby. And I'm very protective of her. And her name is, Rosie Greer, my my basset head. No, I'm kidding. Thought, it's Autumn. I thought, I thought you were going to say, and her name is my wife. <laughs> and her name is my... No, I'm not going to do it. Uh, uh, I, I agree, though. I, leaving the keys in the car. I mean, maybe... I guess it, we, we don't know that she didn't hotwire it or something. Like, maybe she's we a little don't more know delinquent than we, than, we, than we know, but in, still. Right. In, the, in this scenario where Dean left the doors unlocked with the keys in it, um, he deserves everything that happens to him. That's all I'm going to say. If, yes. if that's what happened, he deserved it. Uh, they rush out to follow the vehicle. Elliot is still standing there, kind of just freaked out. Uh, and they Elliot accost- was way too big to run. <laughs> he was like, "Dude, I am. I have had four edibles, and I live in Lebanon, <laughs> and I just realized that Lebanon is kind of a weird name for Kansas. So I am freaking out right now." <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Dude, did you know uh, yeah, that like, Elliot's- <laughs> Lebanon was like a Middle East town, man? You gotta be kidding me. Um, and then uh, Dean pushes him over. Um, yeah, so they uh, th- they go after this girl, but obviously, oh, oh, okay. They talk to Elliot. He's like, oh, it's the new girl in town, Max. She stole your car. I don't know. Sam, I love, being I love the this. fucking hold on, I love stranger this. that he is. <laughs> this he line. goes to the post office. <laughs> Wait, but wait, 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 because Elliot tells so Sam and Dean, like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And it, watching Sam Winchester's face completely short circuit, like, why would we? What? No, just yeah, who is this what? child what? that stole our car? <laughs> Although I just do want to I do want to point out that they just did a like a regular murder. Like the cops are going to investigate the death of the pawn shop owner as a regular murder. Yeah. Um, like they pulled up out front. Apparently they went in. There's got they surely they have CCTV. Um, they went in the back. There was gunshots. The man died of a gunshot wound, and then Sam and Dean left. So they did a regular, 
murder. They don't know that that man used dragon's breath on them. Because they, they took the dragon's breath. You got to leave something behind yeah, for the cops to get weird about. They took everything. Yeah. Uh, continue with the with the post office thing. I think this is absolutely the, delightful. So Sam, Sam motherfucking season 14 Winchester rolls up to the post office. I had to ship a package once and they, I, they, I, they threatened my life. They threatened my life <laughs> for walking up to the counter. I didn't say anything. I walked up to the counter. I was waiting for somebody to come over. And the woman was just like, sir, you are going to have to wait a minute. I was like, yeah, no, it's, I am waiting. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> <laughs> just don't let me learn. What, what, what do you mean? <laughs> I I, um, um, Sam Winchester has hacked traffic cameras, credit cards, emails. Uh, we've seen him break into like high security institutions. Mm-hmm. We've seen him do, make, make short work of various locks and electronic alarms. Um, he is extraordinarily skilled. That. It, it, in just all forms of of crime, <laughs> like in most crime, kidnapping. Yeah. He, he hasn't figured out how to hack uh, into flirting, into yeah. smooth talking. He can't. He can't hack somebody into pregnancy. I don't know why I said that. That's he's bad. like, hi. I'm looking for a 14 year old girl. Please give me her address, please. I like, I am no, shocked. What? And I and I and, and also I, I need to t- say because Dean comes up and saves the day. Like this chick is like absolutely not. I'm not going to give you any personal information. Dean comes in and Dean has a personal relationship with this post office worker. Is like, hey, how's your grandkid? Does he still yeah. have that problem with his knee? He does. He lays on the charm, puts his hand over hers, and she eventually coughs up the 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 name of the chick's mom uh, and where she works instead of the address. Um, yeah, which I think is great. I just in this very brief like moment for in this episode uh thought we were going to be spending a lot of time in the town uh yeah man and i just finished eureka and uh eureka is a sci-fi show about like a super smart science community that's hidden from the rest of the world so they can go do crazy experiments and all this other stuff and like the town in that is a character like we have all of these people from all walks of life not everyone shows up in all episodes and all this kind of stuff but just a huge amount of supporting cast and it just made me very wistful (laughs) for supernatural to have Mm -hmm. supernatural Mm -hmm. has a large supporting cast but like a lot of times i think we've complained about this the supporting cast of supernatural is very related to what sam and dean have got going on at any given time Mm -hmm. versus like living their own life and sam and dean having to interact with them and i just like this just dean having this relationship with the mail carrier i think is just delightful like it's beautiful like i I want to see more of this stuff I I would yeah absolutely love that I know you're not a Gilmore Girls guy but that's like this yeah, that show the appeal absolutely. for yeah. me was like everybody in this town is a person Supernatural could have really really benefited from that even if it was just this one episode uh, I I would have I think I I don't get me wrong I'm not I'm not mad that John Winchester came back or anything but I would have taken the the actual Lebanon episode where he's just in town but anyway they get the info from her they head over to where max's mother works uh at a diner or something um there they start asking questions and um one of the cooks in the back reveals oh hey you're looking for them well today is skip day it's kind of like a tradition in the high school here where everybody goes out to this old abandoned house and they throw a party and they you know order pizza or whatever um they just they just chill it actually seemed like it was pretty innocent um, I, I was really expecting to i was expecting the, for this house to be like a den of just of hedonist behavior that teenagers that were mm-hmm. just like summoning satan not, i mean the good one not nick but like just normal yeah, yeah, everyday yeah. teenage satan and all that but uh no this just seems very chill like they've got some music going you know it's just everything's pretty chill in this place uh we do Everybody's see in the background 
that uh, this Cuban, or excuse me, the cigar box, uh, a hand comes out of it. And that's kind of... I completely pretty. forgot this was part of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Elliot runs into this place uh, and Max and Stacy are there. I hope I got Stacy's name right. We're just going to assume that I do. Uh, I didn't write down her name. I, I think I only wrote down Max's name. Stacy immediately tells Elliot, you don't belong here, which I thought was kind of vicious. Like, I know you want your alone time with your girl, but like, you guys seem like you were hanging out and having a good time. Like, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, hey, they're, they're about to come in. Um, and... Um, that's when we cut to this other kid who has no name going upstairs just and goes like, up to- <laughs> wash his hands. And I'm like, this is the coolest fucking party pad. Nobody owns this place, yep. but the water is on. And like, uh, and like yep. he picks up like a, a bath towel to there dry was his a hands. Hand, there was a hand towel. And I'm yeah, like, who was- the fuck? Like the places we used to hang out and get drunk in high school were like, I mean, they were crime scenes. Essentially. They were like, they were crime you know, scenes. They were crime scenes. They were, <laughs> yeah, they were a, a pile of rocks somewhere. That yeah. was it. That's what we had. There was broken yeah. glass and hypos on the floor. You guys have hand towels? What the fuck? You were, you were in as much danger of getting busted by the cops as you were of just the location itself. It oh, was a dangerous uh, by, it was a, crime scene. Depending on what day of the week it was, it was either tetanus or cops. Like That's the two yeah. biggest dangers yeah. in, the, in, the, in the drinking place in North Louisiana. Meanwhile, <laughs> these kids got paper plates and real hand towels. Presumably someone had that pizza delivered. That's nuts. We didn't have an address. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they had a, they got a goddamn address and the pizza boy just went okay <laughs> sure yeah it's skip day I got you I got you cuz no worries I'll be out there yeah that's beautiful Lebanon is a beautiful town um anyway so this kid gets nabbed by a clown through the mirror that came out of the haunted cigar box uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna find out in a minute it's John Wayne Gacy which is good because in my notes I went that looks like John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> Good job, Supernatural, in the costume design. Uh, Sam and Dean arrive in their backup vehicle that they, I guess they they hitched a ride. They it's got just oop, like they oop. a 1930s like old timey like little like cop car. Extremely funny to me. Like it was, I mean, it was something you would see at like a parking lot of a Harley Davidson shop on a Saturday. Yep, like I yep, mean, yep. just just somebody who's like driving it. I only drive this on the weekends. Um, Maybe they finally busted one out of the bunker. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They Ubered back to the fucking bunker and then picked up a vehicle to drive back to the. <laughs> place it was, it was uh, henry winchester's whip they uh they see the the impala uh dean goes nuts making sure that the impala is okay um they see samity kind of charge in or no i'm sorry the the kid runs out screaming the the kid that got uh scared by the clown they charge yeah. in uh they see the open cigar box they they run all the kids out they decide to burn the box, but of course the box isn't burning. Uh, or no, no, Sam can't get a lighter working, which it seems very funny to me for some reason. Yes. Um, and then, of course, the ghost appears and it's, you know, full on clown stuff. Dean has a little routine. He's like, man, this is like the the best and the worst. <laughs> the like, you love worst. serial killers, yeah. but, you, but you hate clowns. He's like, <laughs> Sam, meanwhile, is just like trying to like, shut the fuck up, Dean. I can't even light a goddamn Zippo right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those boys um, need some butane torches. That's all I'm saying. They got to mm. they got to figure it out, man. But eventually they light the box they burn it the ghost disappears um they defeated john wayne gacy good job boys good job boys uh, we did it and now now they've got to go give these uh these fun little delinquents the talk well because because the kids run in right as john wayne gacy uh the clown circular is yeah, disappearing no like explaining they, that one away <laughs> no not at all um they break it down and they're like but we're we're gonna you know you can't we're hunters monsters exist but you know you can't tell anybody about this and they're like okay and i'm like you can't trust these it's immediately on yeah. facebook all of these people elliot, are recording elliot you. just tweeted it elliot yeah, just yeah. tweeted it stacy <laughs> has put you on tiktok and lizzo is singing behind you talking sam it's hilarious it's you can hilarious. just do that well, now, 
Yeah. Once it gets on TikTok, everyone will think it's fake. So there you go. That's actually a win win right there. <laughs> so maybe this is good. Um, and then we finally get back on target because we uh, are going back to the bunker and Sam's like, hey, I found this pearl. And Dean's like, well, let's do it. No need to wait for anybody. If it works, then great. If not, then nobody you know, has to get their hopes up. Uh, he grabs the pearl in his oh, hand yeah. and good thinking. wishes. Good thinking. I, I agree. I, I thought that was like, yeah, like, you know, it's not like you have to put a spell together. Like, we don't need angel blood for this. You just hold a pearl yeah. in your hand or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, so he does, and he he, he concentrates real hard. Uh, the, the lights start blinking. Uh, then they go off. There's somebody in the room with them. There's a fight, very remis- reminiscent of the season one pilot fight. Uh, yes. And um, as they, as whoever this figure in shadow uh, takes gets them both on the ground. Uh, the lights come up and they realize, hey, it's dad. It's John Winchester. It's, yeah. Unfortunately, in my notes, I wrote, they both get their asses licked by a figure in the dark. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> keep your keep your smut off the podcast, please. <laughs> I don't. Um, yeah. That's not the kind of place we are. That's not what we it's, do here at Monster of the Week. <laughs> Chris, well, you know what? That's not entirely true. This is this is gonna go on your permanent record. I'm I'm putting this one down. What? What? <laughs> this is strike one. It was one, a typo. Bud. It was it's a strike typo. one. <laughs> uh, um. Anyway, with like just like smash cut to them just like having a conversation with John. He thinks it's 2003. They tell him it's 2019. I was like, um, no, actually, it's 2021. I'm putting that in my notes. Got him. Um, they yeah they summoned him here. Um. So they gotta they gotta film in on what happened between seasons uh two and fourteen. <laughs> uh I I love this. I love any time that we actually get um to see how people explain what has been going on. Um because if you if you run together seasons two through fourteen of Supernatural, like it does sound ludicrous. Like, you know, we stopped yeah. the apocalypse, saved the world. Sam didn't have a soul for a while. There's this whole, like, weird black creatures. Are you familiar with Junji Ito? No? Okay, don't worry about it. They're called <laughs> Leviathans. Like, you uh, just have to roll through everything. Um, I just d- had d- to go go through seasons 10 to 14 when I was explaining it to my friend Steve, and he was not happy. He was not <laughs> oh, happy yeah? at all. So I, so I can't imagine how John Winchester feels. What was, I got to know, what was Steve? What did Steve have a problem with? What did, what did he say? He just could not this. believe how stupid it all sounded. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, no. you're not wrong. Bruh, bruh, but... bruh. You got to watch it, man. It just it sounds stupid when you say it like it's that. It's different but when like... you just watch it, okay? Ask him to explain uh, Overwatch lore to you sometimes and see how fucking awesome that sounds. He right? probably he probably could. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think so, dude. Overwatch lore is not good. Uh, um, before they even have time to like unpack all this shit, Mary walks in, um, and she's like, "What the fuck is that?" You know, I. I, 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 this moment is very touching because like instant tears all around to everybody. But like, yes. if you're yes. Mary Winchester, uh, I've kind of feel like you do the, you do the Bobby, right? Like you're, you like splash mm-hmm. him with <laughs> holy water. You cut him with silver. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you kind of verify, right. like you ask questions. There's just too much. And I know Sam and Dean are just sitting there like, but also I think kind of think Sam and Dean should have done that. We don't even get that. Everyone just trusts us and it's fine. That's true. Like whatever. Well, it's the 300th episode. They've been through it all. <laughs> Um, I I like that John and Mary immediately go to a full on makeout session, and Sam and Dean are like, 
we're going to leave you two alone. <laughs> See you later. We're Jesus just going like, to... this is not what I wished for. <laughs> <laughs> this is not exactly what I had in mind when I wanted my dad back in my life. Um, uh, but yeah, Sam confronts Dean about this. He's like, dude, what the hell? You were supposed to wish Michael away, but you got this instead. And he's like, yeah, well, this is apparently this is what my heart desires. Um, Sam is all, you know, uppity about it clearly something is wrong here that this can't be right um man this this given so, sam winchester the fucking mama hen role of this thing is just really irritating like every time something like this happens he's like but dean what about the laws of time and d- d- like it just happened like you don't even know how to unhappen it yet like go figure out how to unhappen it and then get back to me in the meantime dad's here we're gonna it's gonna be weird for a little while sam i don't know this is our life like why are you on my case <laughs> like get so annoyed with yeah. sam winchester sometimes yeah, it's uh, it's it's whatever. But Dean just tells him to suck it up, deal with it for one family dinner, then we'll figure it out. So okay, we'll roll with it. Um, then the next scene, th- I, I like this scene. Um, it's Sam getting to reconcile with his father. Um, a little bit, and which they 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 already did, I think, back in season one. Um, they both were kind of on the same quest. Or they very much were on the same quest back then. Uh, they wanted to get on the same page. And there was sort of a an understanding for a brief, brief period of time. Um, John talks about how he used to yell at them all the time and how, you know, he's sorry. And Sam says it's okay. John's like, no, it's not, blah, blah, blah. But um, they they come back to the fight that Sam and John had. Um, and I really like what, what Sam says here. And he says, that was a lifetime ago for me. Um, and even in just the story of Supernatural, that was a lifetime ago. I was in high school when I first first watched that scene, right? And I was 30. <laughs> so it's like, it really was like reaching back into the past. And I bet it was that way for a lot of viewers. Um, yeah. It was an interesting moment to have that kind of be like, you know, I don't even remember what that fight was about really anymore. It was so long ago. Um, and, and Sam through tears says the thing that he doesn't think about the fights or anything like that anymore. He just thinks about, um, John lying on the hospital floor when he, when he died and how he never got to say goodbye or anything like that. Uh, and I think that regardless of your relationship with somebody, that's probably, you know, that, that missing space, I can, it can only imagine how much that would, that would hurt, you know, that lingering, lack of closure i guess and so for for that i guess it's good to have john back and like i said at the top it felt helped me like reconcile with a piece of my relationship with supernatural in a way through this scene i think specifically it felt like this scene i um i, I like this scene and i think jared padalecki does this really really well i think he's he's given a lot of emotional work to do here uh which is always fun to see him him work through uh and i think some of the most like passionate that he has been as sam on the show has been about john winchester uh and mm-hmm. his his relationship with his father like the the, the residual anger and then you know the and also probably like the rebelliousness um that probably makes him more like john winchester than dean will ever hope to be uh and i think this is well realized between the two characters i uh I just, man, I can't, I can't shut off this like cynical part of my brain that, that has this, that just looks at this and is like this. I mean, you, you kind of mentioned like this, uh, doesn't feel like a canon episode. Um, and to go back to talking about Eureka for a moment at like the end of season four of Eureka during all this huge plot stuff, there's this, this random animated episode. Um, huh. And it has nothing to do with what's going on, obviously, because like they, they were probably wrote that <clears throat> so they could animate it because it take, takes forever to do that stuff. And I always skip it on a rewatch because I don't think it's very good, but also it just interrupts the flow. And I kind of feel like this is what this is. Like, I felt like we 
up until the very end of this episode anyway like this is such a just massive distraction from what's actually happening in supernatural right, right. and i yeah. i don't know like i there's there's something like disingenuous about this whole thing and it and it kind of starts for me right here where i just i i kind of feel like i don't i don't i'm trying i'm struggling with the way to i want to express this i kind of feel like sam has already done this i feel yeah, like yeah and I, I and i don't know how valuable it is to be able to say that to john um mm-hmm. because sam doesn't necessarily react or try to correct john and saying like oh no no you were great you were great dad or anything like that he kind of just was like yeah uh and at the end of this he says you know you did your best you fought for us and you loved us and that's enough and that's exactly how i think people would talk about a parent that has absolutely failed them like right like you know you you did your best and that was enough because it made me who i am today which is something that we're gonna talk about a little bit later with dean but i don't know like this entire time i'm just like man I, i bet I bet Sam would be better off. Would have been better off with just without this happening in his world. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I, know, don't know. For, I don't know. I don't know if I'm making sense at all. So no, you are. You are. For, forgiveness is is important, and you can forgive somebody, um, even if they don't deserve it, right? Um, but like you said, Sam kind of had this before. Um, sort of back when when John was alive. You know, they had their talk. But uh, you know, I I guess. It just shows that Sam is how far he's come, maybe, since season one, where um, he was so repulsed by the life that they had lived uh, and his family relationships that he ran away and he lived and he lived. So he went to Smamford um, and, and hooked up with demons or whatever. Um, to sh- and, and then even actually, I was just going to end it there. But then everything after that, like all, all the the conflict that came from John keeping secrets from him, uh, the demon blood stuff pushing away from Dean and all this stuff. Uh, now to years later to be like, you did your best. It's okay. I love you. It, it is what it is. Family's important, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, it, it's a big change, but it's not one that we really needed to reflect upon here. <laughs> and again, I think this comes down to uh, the show. Um, and this is where we get into some background stuff that I'm loathe to discuss on this, on the, on the actual podcast, because I don't, particularly like going into behind the scenes stuff or anything. I like to treat the show as, as presented to the viewer. Um, but like, it very much feels like people on the show wanted Jeffrey Dean Morgan as John Winchester back. And like, this is a way to tie up some loose ends that I frankly am fine with them being have would have been fine with them being left untied, like having that messy relationship yeah. and having that, that chance of closure robbed from you is life. Like that's just, that's just how shit is sometimes. Absolutely. You don't get to say Absolutely. goodbye. And I don't know. Like it, it leads to some some interesting places in this episode, and it's it, seeing this made me realize, like, oh, I really like Jeffrey Dean Morgan as a guy. Like, I like watching that dude yeah. on screen. I should I should watch more stuff that he's in, I guess, because I like mm-hmm. that dude. And I, yeah, but he's I great gave actor. up on, he, he on really... Walking Dead way before he right. was on that show. So he's got a good presence, um, you know. And I still believe him very much as the Winchester's father. All these years later, me too. But anyway, yeah. so. Uh, Dean has a shopping list of everything they need because they want to make Winchester surprise, I think. Um, uh, Sam says, Dean, you were right. This is good. I'm going to go out and give you, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go shopping with you. We'll give mom and dad some time together. Um, we cut over to the liquor store where Dean just went a little while ago. Uh, and this time the guy doesn't recognize him whatsoever. He thinks he's a total weirdo. Um, uh, and also, Sam says hi to Max on the street, which she shouldn't do anyway. Um, she also looks at him like, what the fuck do you want, weirdo? Like, she's never seen him before, despite I, the little um, adventure they all went on earlier. 
I feel like even if uh, like time hadn't has not been changed at this point, like Max would have looked at yeah. him like he's a fucking weirdo if he said hi. Like, I, like, I, I watched you kill John Wayne I Gacy's ghost. Way. Like yeah, I, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't need you to say hi to me on the street. We're not friends, okay? And also delete yeah, the Facebook leave. request, all right? Before I have to block you, it's <laughs> weird. I'm 17, Sam. I'm it's in weird. high school. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so okay, weird, weird. But um, that's when Sam notices there is a wanted poster for Dean, and it's the classic Dean want wanted poster. Um. Then, like a second later, for some reason, Dean shows Sam a video on his phone where Sam is doing TED Talks as like a weird Steve Jobs type about talking about kale and shit like that. I don't know. Um, so now they have realized. I think, it's, I think it's so hammy where at the end of this, he's like, Dean's like, wait, 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 you get to the worst part. And Sam's like, you know, for maximum productivity, you really have to focus. and You don't have time in your life for things like hobbies. Or family and i'm like okay guys we get it we yeah. get it he, he went yeah. on a different path all right that's fine don't worry about it uh it's very so, funny yeah they, they realize that they they have like fucked up the yes. universe somehow uh sam d- describes this as a paradox and is worried that if they don't somehow fix this then uh they will literally become the other versions of themselves they won't even remember not being those people mm-hmm. Um, and then we, he says, you know, what we need to really need to worry about is what else has changed where we immediately cut to surprise guest, Zachariah back. That from This was like the highlight four. of the episode for me. I was, was so great. excited to see Zachariah. <laughs> I was super excited <laughs> On- to see this dude. Uh, he, he is with a alternate version of Castiel in a really gross parking lot. You can tell. I, I want to say, I feel like you can tell that this Absolutely. is like old cast. Like this yeah. is like his hair is a little spikier, you know. Mm-hmm, I was so mm-hmm. excited to see Zachariah though on this rewatch that we did for the podcast, which is now a couple years old. But when we got to season four, I realized how much I loved Zachariah. Like I just he's loved, great. I just loved this this he's, whole thing. He's a, he's a so fantastic just, actor. He's a fantastic yeah. character actor. He brings a lot to the role, and just to have him back, being like, "God, Earth is so disgusting." It's just really, really great mm-hmm. to me. I loved it. it. Was eating the shit up. This was the highlight. I think <laughs> just they could have just brought Zach back. I would have been happy. Uh, Zachariah calls Castiel Constantine, uh, and Castiel responds, I don't don't understand that reference. Uh, so we get like kind of a confirmation because, you know, Castiel's not a pop culture god like he is in the main timeline. Um, I don't know if you know who Constantine is. I don't know if you're up, if you're, if you're, I know who Constantine is. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Exactly right. (laughs) A surprisingly good movie. Like that's a, that's actually a pretty dope movie for, even though it doesn't have a lot to do with Constantine. I like that movie a whole lot. Did Did you hear they're making a sequel to it? Uh, yeah, I did. I remember I went to Blockbuster when I was a kid, and these two dorks working at the counter, they were way older than them, they were talking about the Constantine video game for PS2 and how good it was, and I was like, wow, I'm never going to play that game because I don't like these guys. Uh, and then like 10 years later, I became really, really good friends with one of those guys, still a close friend to this day, um, but I still haven't seen Constantine or played the PS2 game. I didn't even know there was a PS2 game. That's interesting. Enough of my anecdotes. It. Let's go uh chris is like it's so hot in here please let's go zachariah walks into the restaurant where max's mom was working uh and demands to know who has been messing with time uh says that they are angels and if they don't answer him uh castiel here will murder everybody in the room uh and castiel manifests his wings which is a really cool scene i think it's Um, it's like the exact thing that he does in the barn when he first appears in season four so they were having fun they were having Uh, fun jeremy sam and dean rush over uh get the teens out they recognize both of zachariah and castiel zachariah recognizes sam and dean but it's like but you know you were on our radar but then you know you split up and i don't 
because then he kind of realizes like, oh, it's U2. U2 somehow did this and six Castiel on them um, while mm. Zachariah kind of, you know, starts. They, it's, it's a free for all at this point. Um, I love Zach- that as Zachariah is like beat the shit out of Sam, he keeps saying, what did you do, Sam? Yeah. He's just like, because back then, back when he knew Dean, Dean was a good guy. <laughs> You know, he sold his soul that one time, right? Yeah, but like, sure. it, was for the, it was for his bro. It was I mean, for love, right? Everybody does that at least once. You know what I'm saying? Every Sam, hunter's got that Sam, sin. Yeah, exactly. Sam, Sam was the abomination. So he's like, Sam, what did you specifically do? So he's like, fuck you, man. I didn't do anything. I, uh, Sam is able to trick Zachariah into getting close to him and uh, stabs him. Um, and then runs over, and then uh, as he is, I think he's thrown to the floor at some point. Castiel has Dean pinned up, and it's extremely hot. Um, and then uh, Sam has to cast the anti-angel spell uh, or ward uh, or whatever. To get, I appreciate that they didn't they didn't murder Castiel for this one. Yeah, me too. Because you never know. Like you just don't know. Like if once they fix time or whatever. Like oh, that now he's dead or whatever. That would have been. Now we have to have a whole yeah, other funeral yeah. for him. And Jeremy has to do a whole other video of Winchester Payne to to get past <laughs> yep, all this. Yep. Um, I like that Castiel actually has power. Um, yes. Like his when he punches them, it hurts. Because now it just feels like he's just sort of like a rubber duck, you know, yeah, flopping yeah. around. Um, Castiel kind of feels like, like he would be me in a fight. Like just kind of yeah, slow, right. they, they just, untrained. They just depowered cast, and it's really insulting to him. Um, Doesn't know how so to here, fly. It's like, it's yes, it's, <laughs> who, it's a great reminder. Who gave me the angel blade? Why am I? Why am I here? <laughs> it's a great reminder that cast used to have hands. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so they go back to the bunker and explain to John Winchester. Dean has to explain to John Winchester that um, he has to go back. And John's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, if there's no question, because he, he's asked, like, what what would happen to Mary? He's like, well, you know, if if all of this stuff happens, then like, we're not gonna go save the world and deal with the darkness. So she's still going to be in heaven. She'll probably just fade away. And John's like, instantly, well, if it's you know me against your mom, like it'll be me every time. I'll make the sacrifice. Um, Sam explains this to a very sad Mary Winchester. Uh, and while they're talking, the kitchen timer goes off. And then we go back to Dean and John and Dean's like, I'm going to go help with the Winchester surprise. And John stops him and is like, Hey, before you do that, I just want to let you know that, uh, I didn't mean for you to have this life. I'm incredibly proud of you. Uh, I had hoped that you have a normal life with the family. And, uh, in one of my favorite moments in this, Dean just looks at him and says, I have a family. Um, and I think this is so, so good. It's so reaffirming for Team Free Will and the, the, the relationships that Dean has built around him mm-hmm. uh, with Castiel and Jack and Mary and Sam. I mean, and uh, presumably adoptive hunters that aren't in this episode at all, which seems really weird. Maggie. They, um, <laughs> yeah, Maggie. The guy that, the guy that calls Sam Chief. Uh, <laughs> other other uh, hunters, um, you know. But I, it, jokes aside, I think his his response of "I have a family" is 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 really it, it it makes me. This is how I want Dean to be. Like this is this is how I want Dean to be written. This is how I want mm. Dean Winchester to act. Uh, like this is this is I want and Dean, him to. Dean doesn't. He doesn't get all. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't change the way he used to. When they were around John, he was like, "Cool, I'm a. I, I could ride a motorcycle, but they it's not in the budget, so I just drive this one car. And I smoke cigarettes too, but they can't show that on screen. And then John would show up, and he'd be like, "Sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yeah, I'll do it, sir. Yes, sir, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, which I'm making fun of, and I guess a lot of people probably don't 
wouldn't appreciate that because they take that stuff very seriously and how it was just his the abuse that made Dean act that way. But um, Dean doesn't like he doesn't do that at all now. He's completely still himself. Yeah, Dean feels bigger than his relationship with his father at this point, and I think that that is yeah. significant. And like, and, and we we going back to like when this first happened, and Sam is like, you know, this is bad. Like we we're messing with time, and Dean's like, I've wanted this since I was four years old. Um, but at the same time, like Dean quickly realizing like, well, if it's going to break our entire lives, it's not worth it. Like we're just going to have to send it back and accepting that. And then he doesn't really like respond to, <clears throat> excuse me, John's emotional, you know, I'm proud of you, son kind of routine. He just responds with the, I have a family and I, and I like that again. I don't, I don't yeah. think these boys need John Winchester anymore. I don't think they've needed him in a long time. I don't, I don't think that they needed this from John Winchester personally. And I'd. I'm, again, I'm so conflicted because I I like the way some of this is executed, but also I'm like, I just, they don't need it. Like they're bigger than John. <laughs> like they're bigger than their relationship with John. They're better now than they ever have been in their entire lives. Um, I, I don't know. Like it's, it just feels weird. So it's time for dinner, Chris. Let's all go sit down at the yeah, dinner table. It's a, it, at the end of the day, Dean didn't want John back so that he could reconcile anything. Dean wanted John back just so they could have like a good old fashioned family dinner like he never got to have. That's literally what he wanted. Um, and I think there's a big difference between like wanting his dad back and wanting his old family together. Um, but yeah, so time for dinner. <laughs> time for an awkward dinner where nobody wants to talk. It's very, very, very silent and weird. I love this. Uh, and then I think John's really good. <laughs> I love yeah, this. Yeah, everyone's sad because like. Mm-hmm. First of all, like it's awkward that he's there, but then it's sad that he's not going to stick around. Uh, but then John just says he's grateful for the chance to even be here with everybody. Um, and that's that's enough. Presumably nobody thinks the food is good because it's just it sounds I like mean, it's they're just not a acting casserole. like it's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, when John interrupts and is like, hey, we should be grateful. Uh, the music kicks in. Bob, somebody turns on the Bob Seger machine that's always present in a Supernatural episode. Yep. Um, they all like t- toast one another and they start having a good time. Um, and, you know, we it's a pretty lengthy kind of montage scene that I think is 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 very poignant. I um I, 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 this really didn't I didn't really care Chris I didn't I mean yeah, it's good I'm, uh, I'm glad I guess I'm glad for Mary more than really anybody at this table uh I, I think that that she probably deserves this more than anybody I mm-hmm. I don't know man like I just this didn't work emotionally on me like I thought it would knowing what I was getting into when I knew about when my, they announced uh, this type of stuff my notes are very sparse here so I think it didn't really it didn't I didn't have anything to say. It was just like, yeah, okay. Like, af- honestly, after the, the Sam talk, it felt like that was the catharsis, like an emotional, like they both mm-hmm. like kind of cried. And then that was just kind of it. It was just sort of like, all right, let's just roll through the rest of the episode. That said, uh, this next scene where Sam and Dean are cleaning up, washing dishes, uh, and Sam says like, man, it just doesn't, doesn't feel fair. Like, you see how happy John and Mary are together. Uh, and imagine like if you could, because the whole crux of this is that when they send him back in time, um, there he's not going to remember any of this has happened. So he's going to live through the events without the knowledge that he's going to die or the ability to change anything. It's all going to be the same. He's going to be the same old John. And Sam says, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if he could send it back with all of that knowledge? And Dean's like, you know, I used I used to think that I used to think that you know that would that would be amazing. But like, if we could do that, like, why stop there? Why would we go back even earlier and you know have him save mom and let some other poor schmucks you know, save the world over and over again and live this life. But I, I don't want to do that anymore. 
I'm not willing to change the past because it would change who I am today. And he says, our lives are ours, and maybe I'm too damned old to change that. And this is this speaks to me in a very d- deep mm-hmm. way because I, when people are always ask that like standard question of what would you go back and, and change in your life if you could, and I'm like fucking nothing, dog. And I've talked about it on this podcast before. Like I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. change a single thing because even with whatever issues I have with my life right now, I'm you know I have autumn. I'm 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 comfortable. I have a I have a job. I right. get to do this podcast. I have friends. Like I there's not a lot about my life that I look back on and I'm like well, that sucks so bad that I would remove it. And I've been blessed. I have, I've never been <laughs> abused or um, I've never been I mean, any variety of bad things. Like I've, I've and thinking back, I've, I've led, I, it, things could have been a lot worse for me. Let me just say that even right, with all right, of the bullshit. Right. And I, but also there's a part of that, that like some of the bullshit that I've gone through, you've just accepted it. You know, mm-hmm. I, you just accept mm-hmm. this stuff and then you're like, okay, this is, this is who I am. And I'm going to accept that for who, for, for what it is and I'm going to go forward and that's what Dean Winchester is doing and I really really like that this combined with that's, the that's pretty big for Dean that's big for yeah, Dean absolutely it's huge for Dean Dean is forever the guy that wants to you know I, I, I've got to make the sacrifice play or I got to do this to change what it, what it to bring this person back or to save that or to do this and for him just to be like you know <laughs> Sam Castiel um who's the third kid <laughs> can't remember his name jack <laughs> i literally forgot yeah. jack's name for a second <laughs> mary like all of this this life is even with the michael thing is you know i'm i i know who i am and i like that person and i'm willing to be that person is huge and i think that speaks so much more to dean winchester's character than just dragging <laughs> Don winchester back ever could yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah 100 i agree um I think this shows that Dean's in a good place, which is sort of a contradiction considering everything that's been going on this season. However, yeah. I'll accept mm-hmm. it. <laughs> um, anyway, so, okay, time time to send John back in time. Uh, dinner sucked. Sorry, bro. Time to go. Yeah. Um, John <laughs> uh, and Mary have their, their tearful goodbye. They kiss, mm-hmm. hold hands. Um, we get the sad John brother tells theme everybody, uh, playing. Mm-hmm. Sad the brother theme is playing. Mm-hmm. John tells them that he's proud of them. They all hug. They exchange the I love you's and all that stuff. And then it's it's time to go. Sam breaks the pearl and John fades away. It feels like this all just sort of like wraps up right away. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we get like a montage uh, around town showing that the uh, wanted poster for Dean goes away. Um, they just show every thing of kale at the grocery store disappearing. Sam Winchester does not have access to kale anymore, so he's not going to go on the bad path of whatever they were trying to imply with kale. Um, mm. We see the three teens um, who are just absolutely dressed like Sam, Dean, and Castiel. Like, a hundred percent. I didn't even notice. I dude, didn't even notice. Stacy and Max, uh, which were the two girls when they hold hands, like, one is wearing plaid. I think Max is wearing, like, a like a longer brown coat. Uh, you know, Elliot is taller than both of them and just kind of awkwardly there as a third wheel. Um, oh, it wow. is It is, like, if you look at a screenshot, you're, like, and you think about it, you're like, holy, holy shit. Like, it, this is, this is, this is the guys. Um, and I think people, you know, the Destiel fans are very happy with the hand-holding and, and that kind of situation. Um, but yeah, we see, we see this all basically going to normal. Um, 
Castiel comes back into the bunker and is like, "Hey, what happened?" And everybody's like, "Man, where, <laughs> where the fuck were you in all of this? Like, we we've been here, dog. Where were you chasing down a lead somewhere?" Jesus yeah. Christ! Cast is like, "Well, I don't have any angel powers, I think, so I had to walk here." Uh, like, Cast, you you could drive. You could just literally drive. <laughs> He's like, yeah, but. I- but I just found out about driver's licenses and I don't have one of those, so I had to walk. <laughs> Sam is looking down. It's like, well, I see that you checked out a vehicle from the bunker's garage, but you're not bringing one back. Interesting. 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 <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's your signature right here. It's exactly yours. It's got a little angel wings over the eye, Castiel. I know that that's your move. <laughs> Castiel is dripping sweat. <laughs> uh, uh, Sam, uh, uh, I'll be back. Be, I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> have you have you talked to Maggie about anything? I just I'm just let me. You know, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Don't worry about Maggie. I'll talk to her. <laughs> just through, like, through a tiny Maggie porthole doing? window in the bunker, we see Cass running <laughs> down the street. <laughs> uh. And then finally, the the episode ends with um, John waking up in the Apollo uh, next to like some body of water somewhere uh, as Dean is calling him uh, back in 2003. And he's saying that he had one hell of a dream. It wasn't bad. It was actually pretty good. Um, but obviously, he's not going to remember the details. And that's it. Um, yeah, dude, I, I think I've talked about it pretty extensively. I, I it's it's really wild when i heard that they were bringing jeffrey dean morgan back for an episode i was like wow that i don't remember when they announced that so this came out in 2019 so this was you know a solid two and a half years ago at this point um and we were doing the podcast i don't know what season we were on back then but like at at, at the hearing the idea i was like wow i bet that's gonna be super fucking cool like i think that that's mm-hmm. really really interesting and then I think this is all executed fairly well. Uh, I, I, I just, again, I just keep coming back to it. Like, I just don't need it. <laughs> like the Mary stuff landed so much better for me than any of this John Winchester stuff is. And I'm so fucking happy. This is not like John moves into the bunker. Like I don't, I, I, I don't think that would ever happen because of like actors and things like that. But also like just from a conceptual mm-hmm, standpoint, mm-hmm. I'm glad like young John Winchester has moved into the bunker because he's, he's, he's around now. I just wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So That'd be I too much. I, uh, um, but I really like the B plot. Like I like these teenagers. I hope the teenagers show up in wayward sisters. Yeah. Oh wait, never mind. Um, oh uh, yeah. I like a lot of aspects of this episode. I, I, like I said, I had my personal, um, catharsis i guess with with my relationship with with supernatural which 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 was good and i got teary-eyed a couple times but in the end it does feel like this episode came and went it's just a little blip it was just a a fan service episode um a special Mm -hmm. and that was it and now we're gonna get back into the michael stuff and they will likely never mention it again and that's that's just it yeah i'll be i'll be curious if like either one of them has like more conversations like they ever mention john winchester again right like um because they don't need to like i don't think they really needed to before this and especially like right after dean was talking about the winchester surprise incident um i don't know it just seems it just seems so weird but who cares yeah it's it's over with now who cares it's over do you have any last thoughts no um no, I it, I mean I guess I'm kind of glad that they did it, but we didn't need it. <laughs> Agreed. Uh thank you everybody for listening. We very much appreciate it. If you want to support the show, patreon.com/monsteroftheweek is the best place to do it. Uh you can also go to our website monsteroftheweek.cool, follow us on all social medias that you can find linked there and buy merch. I am losing my voice. That's not good. I don't know what's happening here. Um Ooh. 
We haven't we haven't recorded in too long. <laughs> I guess so. We're uh we got tons of cool merchandise up there. Uh, and then as always, you could just tell your friends about the show. That'd probably be the best thing you could ever do, and we would so much appreciate it. Uh, huge thanks to the people that continually talk to us on various social media. We've got some really nice emails and things. I try to reply to all those, so uh, make sure you take a look at see if I've replied. Uh, Chris, where are you at on the internet nowadays, bud? Where, where can people find you? You can find me at Local Bones on Twitter. I love it. I'm at JG Greer. Again, we are Monster of the Week. We'll be back next week with the chicken or the egg. What? Excuse me? Oh shit, it's Chris Mosier. Oh my god, are we on a microphone right now? What is happening, Chris? Um, alright. So first of all, my AC is on, and I think it, I think it's kind of coming up on the microphone. I'm going to turn it off when we end the outtakes. I just want to get some cool air into the room. You can just, just leave it on, dog. I'll, I'll run a filter over it, it'll be fine. And if not, then like, fuck people, fuck everybody. <laughs> That's what I say. I get so sweaty if I don't put on. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just just leave the air conditioner on the entire podcast recording. I would rather you be comfortable and not sweaty on this podcast with me. I got to put my Lord of the Rings Blu-ray box set underneath my microphone to, to get it up a little bit. Yeah, excellent. I'll tell you, there were professionals out here. Patreon money at work right there, folks. Yep. <laughs> yep. I had to. Um, so the podcast room, it doesn't. It's not working. <laughs> the room doesn't work anymore. I, I, <laughs> you and, broke the room. I walk up uh, the stairs, and this is a very, very old house, so imagine a, a um, resplendent spiral staircase leading up into a haunted attic or something like that. That's exactly what it looks like. Okay. Um, I'm in my memory oh, sorry. palace. I'm walking up the stairs. I'm in, uh, see, I'm in a different room right now. I just accidentally kicked a Naruto figure. Give me a second. <laughs> Naruto, get out of here. Okay. Uh, so you get to the top of the stairs, and I'm and I'm watching the the bars go down. The big with every step I take up these stairs, uh, and in front in front of the podcast room, the the internet still works. And then like I literally open the door and take a step inside, and that's it. I don't know what's going on, um, why that's happening. It previously wasn't working in my bedroom either, but now it is. So that's super weird. I'm literally, I'm literally watching it disappear right now. Please don't go away, internet. I need you. Okay, it's back. I, I don't know what's going on. If this fails, I'm gonna call you okay. <laughs> from my phone. Okay, and we're, that's how we're gonna communicate while I'm talking to my microphone. You could just, you could FaceTime we're, me. I can face. I can FaceTime you. I can FaceTime you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I could, I could, in theory, record that FaceTime conversation if I really wanted oh, to. Oh, man, so. it's been, it's been at least two weeks since we've recorded. Chris, I have a variety of topics uh, for outtakes. I, I I could just present to you, and you could choose which one. Like, yeah, I have. I went to a super a COVID super spreader event for work. I could talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I went viral on TikTok. I could talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I watched a bunch of horror movies. I watched a bunch of Hannibal. I talk about either one of those. Um, I've played a video game from start to finish since the last time we you've spoke. been <laughs> you've been gaming i've been gaming um, i've been watching i've been spreading covid and i've been and i've been and i've been going viral so you, you choose and I'll, I'll i'll talk about anything Chris. Um, i i think we should start from the top last so la- last sunday we, we were already waiting we'll just feel, let's give them let's give them a little background right okay. behind sure, the scenes sure, sure. Yeah. um so i i 
previously talked about in outtakes how uh, my work had like shut down for a while because we, we had issues, internal issues, external issues. I don't know. Uh, I was out of work for like a month. And, and instead of like, you know, being responsible and being like, hey, let's record ahead. I just played 90 hours of Mass Effect. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then and, work and, started and just, back up. Just in your defense, I never said like, hey, you're out of work. Let's let's go get a bunch of episodes ahead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Either. Yeah, yeah. I was like, let's um, just do our normal schedule. That seems like it makes the most yeah. sense to do right now. So uh, so work finally it started up again, but everything was so slow. So then we had about two weeks where either I was in the office or I was working from home, but there was like nothing to do. Uh, and then suddenly shit hit the fan. And by that, I mean like, hey, we're all systems go. Everything is flowing. Let's catch up on a month and a half of work now. Um and specifically, so my supervisor got married, so he was he went off on his honeymoon. And that's not something that you can really, like, reschedule. Like, if it was just a regular vacation, I'm sure he would have. But so for about a week, I was I was really busy dealing with that. I think we still recorded that week. Yes, we did. We did. Yeah. Because I was able to work from home one day during that. So we were able to uh, lock that in after work. Um, and then this story is getting really boring and it doesn't matter. Anyway, somebody got an injury and has been out of the office. And so I've been doing his job on top of my job, working a ton of overtime and just been very busy and very miserable um, until today where I feel like I finally got <laughs> my energy back a little bit. Like I got a full got night's sleep. Got a little caught up. You know, working so much, it's not like it, it really isn't that hard. My job isn't that hard, but, you know, working long hours and, and picking up other people's responsibilities. I just felt like despair <laughs> leaning in on me because it's like all I could do was work. I didn't have time for anything else anymore. Um, but I think we're close to getting onto the other side of things. They should hopefully yeah. go back to normal. I've been missing the podcast. It's good to be able to think about it. Chris, I've again, been, I've, been, I've been I've been missing you, man. Just uh, missing, hey, just missing talking to you. I've, What's up? I've been missing on? you. Um, anyway, so I, said that, start... I said that in my soft voice, and I think it threw you a little bit. <laughs> like I was, hey. you were like, "Wait was, a minute, like, what's that? What's Jer happening?" Jer Jeremy, I am taken. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, you're married. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's start. Let's 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 start with the bad, right? Okay. Um, tell me about the super spreader event. <laughs> um. I, I mean, this is just depressing. Like, if you think about it, uh, or if you, it's just you don't even have to think about it. It's just depressing. Uh, last, so not this past weekend as as we're recording, but the weekend before that, um, on Monday morning, because uh, we're still, you know, states are still releasing their daily amount of COVID cases. Um, we went from like we started trending up. We like we were down to like the hundred new cases per day, right? Um, I think our high was something like eight thousand at some point, uh, and then we over the weekend we jumped to like uh 7000 over the weekend and then like it's been 4000 5000 6000 like ever since it's been fucking crazy um so like yeah. the delta variant we're apparently a hot spot for it is blowing up all over the state all this other stuff um and i have a work conference <clears throat> and it's you know i, I don't know like I, I don't i'm not a pandemic expert but if you are the middle of one maybe inviting a bunch of people from all over mm -hmm. a geographical area into mm -hmm. one spot to to hang out and you know give handshakes to people <laughs> it's probably not the best thing to do right yeah i thought uh, i thought you were gonna say they would give us something else damn all right handshakes, no no no, no. just handshakes. i mean i mean just like hey come in and hang out and talk and 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 get real close and eat eat together and you know uh and it's it's weird because we don't have a mask mandate right now uh and so nobody was wearing masks because but nobody really believes in vaccines down here either so nobody was really vaxxed up um luckily i was 
Um, but it's just it's just it's just super strange because you know we were locked down for the last one of these, so people. You know, I don't know if your industry has this, but if you go to trade shows, like it's almost like a miniature vacation for some people. I've talked about it on the before. I've talked about this before, right? Where, like, right, right. Showing up to these things and like people bringing their families or like going acting crazy about you know, um, you know, model competitions. I've I've talked. I've I've had stories about these kind of stuff mm-hmm, before, but mm-hmm. uh, it was very much like, oh man, have a seat. I'm, I'm so glad we're we're over the hump. And I'm the whole time I'm like, I feel like I'm living in a fantasy world or something. Like I just yeah. what 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 world. I've, are you guys living in where all this stuff is over? And uh, I went to lunch one day with a group of people and at the table, they're talking about how horrible everything is. Um, you know, cases are up in Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi. Uh, you know, people are dying. Hospitals are starting to, to say that, you know, canceled non-emergency surgery services, ICU beds are filling up all of this bad stuff. And then immediately like in the same breath, almost say how they're not going to get vaccinated. <laughs> and I just, I don't get it. I don't understand how those two things can coexist it's, in your mind uh, at the same time. Sense. It's clown shit. Yeah. I just realized that. Uh, hold on. Something, something's wrong here. Sorry. I knew. Okay. Can you hear me, Jeremy? Yeah, I can hear you fine. What's up? Chris? Okay. My headphones unplugged. My headphones okay. unplugged. I got a te- okay. So this is amateur hour. I'm trying to I'm trying to respond back to you here, but um first of all I realized I wasn't recording. And then as I'm about to respond, a bug crawled on my leg and okay. I hopped away and unplugged uh-huh. my headphones. So Perfect. you were just coming through Oh, Jeremy, I don't remember how to. Okay, anyway, yeah, clown, it's a clown Chris, show. This is, the, and it's all, this is episode two hundred and forty, man. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? Of what? <laughs> of, of what? This, <laughs> of this podcast, we've done two hundred and forty of these of, together. Of which one? Of this podcast, Monster oh, of the Week. I'm Just a, this. Podcast. I'm in a different. I'm in a different room, and I might as well be in a different body. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Very awkward. Oh, um, okay. So, so yeah, that was yeah, all. Uh, that was all last week, and I'm just waiting to um, come down with some sort of symptoms of COVID. Uh, I was really, really freaking out about it. Uh, luckily, it seems like if you're vaccinated, even if you catch COVID with this Delta variant, um, mm-hmm. the chances of you having to go to the hospital or uh, you know get an oxygen are extremely low, uh, which doesn't really mean a lot when you see like people that are really younger than I am and healthier than I am uh, dying, but at least I have the vaccine mm-hmm. going for me. So yeah, uh, it, it's been you a week. You didn't, I hope, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope I don't get COVID. <laughs> yeah. If, um, <sighs> I think it's, it's, it takes around 10 days ish. Um, you're, you're probably, you're probably okay. You you got the, uh, you got the vax. You didn't, you didn't catch these hands. And I think I didn't that catch that's, any hands. Nope, that's, I that's think that's something true. that we can all be thankful for. I'll be extremely thankful um, for. Oh uh, boy, so, Chris! So you had, you had. Oh, I, I feel, I can feel bugs on me right now. I know they're not, but you know why? that feeling. Like, why is your room so buggy? What's wrong? What's up with your? Go, close the window. What are you doing? I live in a thousand-year-old house, so there's just bugs sometimes. It was a little moth, and I don't know why I thought landing on my knee was a good idea. Um. Okay. So you had to deal with that, but then I did. You went. Mm-hmm. You went viral on TikTok, and that could only be good, right? That could only be a good thing. Yeah, I uh, made what I thought was going to be a really dumb joke. Um, I'll, I was a little high. Oh, I'll admit that. <laughs> I was a little stoned. <laughs> um, and if you guys aren't on TikTok, uh, like... The way I the way I use TikTok is basically to get like weird conspiracy theories about Marvel shows, about MCU stuff. 
mm-hmm. and I like it. Um, and also recently to find out how much of a shit show Kanye West is, but that's a totally different subject. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on, He's still on TikTok, drop it. people uh, like post videos of themselves watching a show from the MCU, and it's like, what is this? What does this mean? Is that does that connect mm-hmm, to this other mm-hmm. thing? And it's real like um, the the Pepe meme, you know, putting the red yarn together. Uh, it's yep, yep, I, yep. And a lot of it, I really like. It's fun to, I think, you know, talk about this stuff. But I was like a little stoned. I was like, I'll poke a little fun at this. Uh, and there's a scene <laughs> at the at the end of Endgame um, where after the big battle takes place, and I'm not going to spoil plot stuff. Um, well, I'm probably going to have to to talk about some of this. But anyway, after the big battle, uh, there in the background, you can just see a helicopter flying away, and it's carrying like a cargo crate, and like. I don't know. Like, I just thought it was funny because, like, you're not hauling away trash with a helicopter. Um, although there are hundreds of people now that have told me that is exactly what they're doing in no uncertain terms <laughs> on a wide variety of scale from nice to mean. Um, so I just did. I just that was literally all the video was was me recording my television from my phone and zooming into the corner and then saying, like, what is that? And. I don't know why yeah. <laughs> it has it currently sitting at six hundred and thirty-seven thousand views. I don't. I don't know why it has like eight hundred comments. <laughs> but it was just a stream of people telling me, "Bro, you're reaching. That's the you know that's absolutely nothing." While our Marvel fans like this, oh, you must be a new Marvel fan, which I did not understand Dude, at all. New fan. I kept seeing new fan, and I was like, "I'm literally gonna have a heart attack. This is making me so mad." <laughs> you're telling a, a forty year-old grown-ass adult who has an x-men podcast that oh you must be a new fan i don't know who you are i don't care how old you are i hope i hope you get beat up (laughs) by me uh a lot of people i made a a casual joke about uh natasha dying um natasha's black widow and i was like yeah 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 they're talking about natasha nobody cares and i meant like I don't particularly have a like a strong connection to the Black Widow in the MCU. I think she was kind of an underdeveloped character, uh, even though I, I like the new movie just fine. But what in the context of the video it was just like I'm not. I don't care about this thing that they're talking about. Get to the thing that I want to show on the video, right? Uh, but people yeah. took it really personally and were like, "Bro, shut the fuck up! I care that Natasha dies. <laughs> and like, you need to speak for yourself. We care. We care." And I'm like, "Who are these Natasha stands? Where are you coming from? How did you find me? Uh, get out of I my menchies." Get out of my minchies. Uh, and then, like, people just arguing about weird time travel plot for, like, I looked at one and there was like 47 I comments like on, it. like, a thread. And I'm like, I, d- 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 like, I'm happy for I you or you. sad for Please you. Please don't I'm not tell reading me I lost my internet. Oh. <laughs> I'm just done. But I can't it, was, uh, it was a time, Chris. It was just, it, it just Why went, it went crazy. Uh, I, don't want don't recommend it don't want to do it again people were saying very mean things to me i don't one person told me to get new sentences i don't really know what that means because we all say the same sentences over and over again yeah my internet's still working i just can't hear you chris has left the chat let's uh let's it doesn't show that you're speaking anymore so uh, oh no or maybe i've left the chat i don't know My, my, my connection doesn't seem like it's very good i don't know if you can hear me um but i sent you a text let's get it let's get it figured out let's let's just get it figured out oh this could be this could be me leaving the check because i plug my microphone again not be working all right episode 300 supernatural it it does not want to be talked about it's stopping us with, with everything it has okay it appears the internet has died not on my end but on jeremy's end 
We shall see how this develops. <laughs> Truly the cursed episode. We, I don't remember if I already said it. I am feeling some seriously chaotic energy being in a different room. Um, huh. Jeremy can't get into Discord. Um, we, we were set up to record on Sunday. Like, you know, watch the episode, took notes. Set up the microphone and everything, did my test audio to make sure everything was working, and then hop into Discord, and then it stopped working. And now it's happening again. Alright, we got an updater on our hands. We got an updater on our hands. Jeremy is currently updating. I think, I think when he gets back, we might just have to jump into the episode. Let's see, do I have any outtakes? Jeremy? Chris Mosier. I heard... Oh. I'm back. You're back. You're back. back. Okay, as I was just saying to myself, I, maybe we should just jump into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe so. Like we're gonna we're gonna skimp on outtakes just so we can get this fucking episode out. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, the only, literally, the only thing I wanted to say uh-huh. was that last weekend, Jess and I, we went to Barnes and Noble again. We went to the manga section. Uh-huh. There was uh-huh. a couple nerds there, Uh-oh. and so I was like, "Let's see what happens here," because I just got on a podcast and talked about you know talked all this shit. Uh, these two nerds, they spoke to each other. The entire time about anime and manga, they used their inside voices. They were very polite and discreet. And I just want to say they restored my faith in, in manga fans. That's all. I just, wow. just shout out to those two people. I, they, saw you know, a, I, I, I saw a tip today. If you have a lot of manga on yourselves, um, uh-huh. which, which I know you do, I guess people I sure, certainly do. I guess people use shoeboxes. And so they'll put a shoebox in the shelf and they'll stack manga on top of that. And then they'll stack manga in front of the st- the shoebox ah i see so you know you get like you get like two little double layers yeah yeah indeed indeed yeah not not Mm. a bad idea my shoeboxes are huge though so maybe i could have one of jess's (laughs) size 16 shoeboxes need not apply (laughs) you're out of your depth here bud Uh, all right uh, yeah let's just do the episode because i'm worried that let's do the episode i'm jeremy greer i'm chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I do blah 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 blah. Jesus Christ, I haven't done one of these in a while. Let me let me let me take it's that over again. It's been seven years. Fuck. 